0: What is up ladies and gentle nerds, it's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and today we are looking at another random magic card, and that random magic card is Inspiria the Inscrutable. Now I smiled pretty wide when this one came up on the random card search because I actually have a handful of copies of this, and I've been meaning to build a commander deck around her for some time, um, and so I'm gonna, I have some thoughts on this particular card because it's not good but it's fun. And so let's go ahead and dive into it. So it so Inspiria the Inscrutable is a 3-6 Legendary Sphinx for one generic white-white blue-blue. So a 3-6 flyer for 5 total CMC. When Spiri the Inscrutable deals combat damage to a player, name a card. That player reveals his or her hand. If he or she reveals the named card, search your library for a creature card with flying, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. So it does a couple of things there. One, you have this weird guessing game where you have to assume what's in your opponent's hand. Now note, this doesn't work at all if your opponent's hands are empty. So that's a problem, but if your opponent has something, if one of your opponents has something in hand, then if you name it successfully, uh, you get to tutor up a random, or you get to tutor up whatever flyer you want out of your deck. So, a couple of things there. We need to. We have a couple of things. One, we need to find out what the heck is in our opponent's hands. That's really, really important. Otherwise, we're going to fail at that little guessing game and is just a 3-6 flyer for five. Like You could do worse than that, but... S- we want to take advantage of that ability so ideally we're going to be looking into our opponent's hands and seeing what they've got that way we know going into it that we're gonna win that guessing game so yes it's a guessing game and we're gonna rig it that's the that's the goal then the other thing is we need to make sure that we have flyers in our deck that are worth grabbing and so we can do that a couple of different ways you know we can have just huge bomb creatures or there are a lot of creatures in the game that are incidentally creatures with flying that also have really cool, useful situational effects. And so, Asperia the Inscrutable gives us the opportunity to turn our deck into a toolkit full of creatures that all have unique, interesting abilities, as long as those unique, interesting ab- abilities are stable onto flying creatures and guess what flying is an evergreen keyword that's been around for a really freaking long time actually it's been around for the entirety of the game i believe like i i mean shiv and dragon was an alpha the thing had flying yes of course flying has been around since the inception of the game it's absolutely everywhere and utility flyers are also freaking everywhere and we're going to take a look at a couple of those so challenge number one. Uh, oh. Also, just flavorfully speaking, I love that the Sphinx has this weird little cryptic game that you have to play. Given the Sphinx in Egyptian mythology as kind of this creature that um, would challenge adventurers and challenge explorers with riddles, I like that theme, and you see that across Sphinxes in Magic, actually. There are a lot of different Sphinxes that have weird little guessing games or weird little... um, challenges that they put your opponents into to see whether or not you get the effect or whether or not the effect is valuable. Like there's one where uh it creates like a little factor fiction where your opponent has to like set cards into two piles and you get to, or no, you set cards into two piles and your opponent has to pick one and you get one in your hand, one in your graveyard or something like that. Like those types of little challenges between players, those little mind games are very common when you're dealing with Sphinxes and I like that. Flavorfully, I think it it does a lot. But we're not going to be playing fair here so with Hesperia, we want to fix this little guessing game in our favor and how are we going to do that well there are cards like telepathy where your opponents play with their hands revealed it's an enchantment for one blue and also i want to point out this card is worth like maybe a quarter like it's not worth much it's an uncommon that's been reprinted in a handful of core sets because on its face it doesn't do anything it doesn't change the board state it just gives you information Then it's up to you to use that information for your benefit. Now, in this case, we that this card alone just right away turns on Esperia. We can use her consistently. We just have to name one of the cards that we see wide open in our opponent's hand because they're playing with their hands revealed. Also, there's a card called Glasses of Urza. I know I've mentioned it on this podcast before. I love this card. It's an artifact from back in the day. Again, it's not worth much because all it does is give you information it doesn't change the board state at all now that information is freaking perfect you get to it's an artifact for one where you tap look at target player's hand you just look at their hand and then once you've looked at their hand you know what's in it and you know what to call so uh, glasses of versa is a phenomenal fit in a nusperia deck it gives you exactly what you want now Note how I, how I mentioned there are utility flyers that do all kinds of unique, interesting things that can be valuable when you're dealing with Aspiria. Well, one of those interesting flyers is actually a card called Wandering Eye. This is an illusion from back in Nemesis. And The card itself is not very good. It's a 1-3 flyer. For three, with the with the text, all players play with their hands revealed. So this is a universal effect. It affects you too, so your opponents will see every single thing in your hand. But given that Aspiria is going to be pulling up our big bombs and we have to reveal them when we put them into our hand anyway, that's not that big of a downside for us, um, unless we're trying to run a, a large control game. So unless you have a lot of counterspell backup and that type of thing with Asperia, um, which Having some should be important for sure because you're in blue, so having some counterspell back up to protect what you're doing is usually a good idea. But Wandering Eye is a creature with flying, and all players play with their hands revealed. So, in the early game, if you get a Spiria down and you don't have a way to look at your opponent's hands, Swing, guess like a basic land, or if your opponent had to reveal something because of a tutor or something like that, you would be able to guess successfully. If you, you know, and if you happen to hit a guess successfully and you don't have another way to reveal stuff on the field, you can just go grab Wandering Eye, throw it down, and then all of a sudden, you have perfect intel on all of your opponents in exactly what's in their hand. So when Esperia smacks one of them, you can uh you, you can definitely name exactly what they have. So I think Wandering Eye is an interesting fit for any Esperia deck. So, what other utility flyers are there that we might want to tutor up? So once we've fixed this little guessing game and we're gonna be grabbing cards out of our opponent's hands. The win condition that we're going to be going for is more than likely going to be grabbing up a really big flyer or a couple of really big flyers that can really help take over the game and really own the airways. Um and a couple of examples with a couple of examples of those. Akroma Angel of Wrath, originally printed in Legion. It's been reprinted a number of times. This card has a special place in my heart. It is very powerful. It is just the original huge flying beat stick at least if from my perspective cuz this card had just recently been printed when I first started playing the game and it was the biggest baddest monster that we had ever seen and so a angel of wrath is a 6-6 for eight with flying first strike trample haste pro black and red um, and vigilance so this card is just absolutely fantastic It's just big it's nasty and it's the kind of thing that we can search up with Esperia. also Uh, Of note, Dream Trawler is another great example. Um, There are just thousands of really big blue-white or or blue-or-white flyers that you can go search up and really take control of the skies in any Commander game with Ysperia as long as you're executing on those triggers. So I would highly recommend those two. Just an example, the Chrome Angel of Wrath and Dream Trawler. At the end of the day, with Ysperia, Whatever flyers you want to grab, go grab them. If you want if there are a handful of like white and blue dragons that you really want to lean into, go for it. Go, go crazy. There's no reason not to. Um, you can make it your own, which is really, really cool. So in general, I like Asperia. I like Asperia a lot. Um, but there are a handful of other examples of cards that we might want to tutor up, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention them. One that I really want to mention is Glenalendra Archmage. Um, this card is fantastic. It's a fairy wizard with flying. Is a 2-2 two, two for 4 with Persist, and you can pay one blue, sacrifice it, to counter target non-creature spell. It's a negate on a flyer. So it's just a negate on a stick that you can activate twice. That's fantastic. This card is incredibly powerful, and you can tutor it up and have it on board immediately, special thanks to Isperia. So if you play Esperia on turn 5 or turn 4 if you're ramping, and then Glenelendra Archmage can come out next turn, as long as you keep one blue mana up, you can just have it up and uh, that's a threat that you can put on your opponents consistently. And I've been in a couple of commander pods where this thing has hit the table and it's rough. Like playing around this is really hard because most removal is non creature spell. Now, that said, there is some removal that's not. Um, there are some removal that's actually on flying creatures. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention those. One exa- such example is Dungeon Geist. Now, Dungeon Geist doesn't get rid of the Glenelandra Archmage, unfortunately. But. It does get rid of your opponent's biggest threats. So when Dungeon Geist enters the battlefield, you tap target creature and opponent controls. That creature doesn't untap during its controller's untap step for as long as you control Dungeon Geists. So it just locks down. It's a capture sphere that is on a flying body. And that's awesome. So that's something that, again, you can tutor up if your opponent has a big big nasty threat that is going to beat you down in combat dungeon guys can shut it down completely also there are cards like whisper mare when it comes into play destroy target enchantment and it has an evoke cost well with the spurious ability you are pulling creatures into your hand so if you have evoke creatures like whisper bear or everybody's favorite draw spell Muldrifter you get them into your hand with the tutors, and then you can basically cast them like spells. You can you can use your commander, in this case, Aspiria, to pull up them into your hand and then just cast them like spells. So if you have Muldrifter in your deck, you just have a divination that you can tutor up with your commander. That's just really good. Uh, that's just good value. It's great value, in fact. And if you have other synergies, I mean, it's a flying creature too. So if nothing else, you can also play it out if you have the mana for it. So it's just good value. This is just... There's so much cool value that you can get with Asperia the Inscrutable and the number of flying creatures that are out there in this game. And so, like I said, I smiled really wide when this came up into the random card because I've had some thoughts on this and I've wanted to build this deck for a while. I just haven't sat down and done it. Um, Also, I I I happen to have a wandering eye in my collection, which is one of the only reasons that I actually, that's the only reason that was on my radar is I happened to pick it up somewhere along the way and uh, I just thought it was fun. Yeah, so Esperia Asper- the Inscrutable is an interesting card. This is also uh... this was originally printed from Dissension, which was one of the. It was in the original Ravnica block, I believe it was number three, the third one in there. Um, and it's just Esperia is a card that we see associated with the uh, the Azorius. Um, the the collective noun is is escaping me right now, but you see it associated with Azorius quite a bit, um, and. Asperia is a character that's been reprinted a couple of times um, with at least one other version. And I got to say, the inscrutable is definitely the least playable (laughs) of the Asperias that are out there, but it's a really fun effect. And so this card isn't good, like I said, but it's fun. You know, it gives you some hoops you have to jump through, and the effect is okay. But if you stack the deck in your favor then you can do some really impressive things with it. And that's the kind of card that I like to build around. So yeah, this has been Asperia the Inscrutable. Thanks for going on this journey with me. This has been a lot of fun, and uh... you can catch this show on YouTube as well as uh, wherever you get your podcasts. So if you're watching the video, hello. If you're listening on on the podcast, thank you so much. It is available in the other location if that works better for you, and you can also catch me on Twitch, Twitch.tv/hamhocks42, where we talk a lot about magic cards, play some magic cards, and play some other games as well at, when time allows. So thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate you, and I will catch you next time. And don't forget, you are a good person, and you deserve to be happy.